Hi guys, my name is Rochelle Murad Pajoey. You guys know me as Shelly. I want to thank you guys so much for tuning into my podcast. I know you had to, but thank you anyways. Um, today's podcast is going to be about corrective exercise. We are going to be talking about how crucial it is to make sure trainers and fitness professionals address clients when they are performing exercises incorrectly. We really want to build a strong foundation in our clients and our athletes. So for us to set them up for success would be correcting them when they are performing exercises wrong. Today we got the privilege of talking to Tony Alibero and we were able to steal some of his time today. He's really busy and he holds many respectable titles. He is a bodybuilder, a longtime skilled and talented personal trainer. He is booked 365 days a year because he knows what he's doing and he's expertly trained in delivering results, obviously. He's also the manager of the personal training department at Lifetime Fitness. He's trained countless clients, including his girlfriend and himself, to first place awards in bikini competitions and bodybuilding competitions. And you can't win these competitions without symmetry. So it's clear that he really, you know, is able to instruct his clients and get the best results. Tony, thank you for being here today. Can you tell us a little bit about what corrective exercise is and what kind of assessments fitness professionals can perform to better assist their clients when they see that, you know, their client is doing an exercise and doing it wrong? And what kind of steps does it take to, you know, assess what they're doing and how to fix it? Yeah, so um, exercise really has become a lot more popular now. Um, that, you know, unfortunately people have started to uh, become injured um, or start to know of pain uh, now that, you know, a lot more people are, are realizing the importance of exercise. Um, and it really comes from two different sides. There's the people who have either injured themselves or are starting to notice pain who are already working out. Um, and there's also a lot of people that I see uh, that are just coming from an extremely sedentary lifestyle. Um, you know, they're sitting down all day at work, they work at a computer, or they drive all day for work, or they're working in some kind of factory where there's a very repetitive motion, um, where muscles become overactive. Uh, once muscle becomes overactive for long enough, basically what happens is they can actually turn off the muscles that should be doing that job. Um, so that's where, you know, if you're lucky enough, you can catch it uh, in its early stages and, you know, fix it with corrective exercise. Um, I definitely see a lot of clients as well that are coming to me, you know, post, post-operation, um, plantar fasciitis, knee surgery, things like that, um, that, you know, now they understand the importance of, of the rehab and, and making sure that they uh, kind of future-proof in their other bodies. Right, yeah, so that's awesome. Um, what is the main kind of exercise that you find yourself always having to correct? Um, for sure. Uh, position 
in for too long and they just eventually start to cement themselves that way in your body. Um, so big problem with that usually we see is uh, when people are squatting, you know, their lower back um, will get a pretty significant arch, puts a lot of strain, you know, on the lumbar spine, vertebrae. Um, another common thing usually we see is what's called anterior pelvic tilt. Uh, I was getting too crazy scientific with that. Basically, uh, the pelvis is, is tilted backwards where their, their lower back is extremely compressed um, because their hips are so tight. So uh, that's probably the most common thing that I would say I fix with a lot of my clients. Um, so really what it takes is, is making sure you can lengthen, uh, you know, the low, the low back muscles uh, as well as the hip flexors and then really focus on strengthening uh, core muscles and, and uh, the, the glutes and hamstrings. So, um, you know, it's, it's important uh, definitely too if you're looking at getting into training or anything like that, it's a huge skill to have. Um, I'll say probably more than half of my clientele now is all corrective exercise or, uh, you know, like I said, post-surgery rehab stuff. Um, so it's, it's, it's really rewarding. Uh, I have a guy right now that he's in a really bad car wreck about three years ago. Um, and probably about three months ago, he just started being able to walk the cane. So you know, things like this is really cool. Um, it, be, uh, it, it makes you feel good about yourself that, that you can you know, change someone. Yeah, definitely. I agree to the best, you know, the best part of this profession is that you're able to make people's lives better and, you know, make their life easier. Um, a lot of things that I see too is when people do squats, it's like the main thing I've told people is always keep the weight in your heels. And for some reason, people just can't seem to grasp that. People usually, you know, you see them kind of leaning forward. They put the weight in their toes instead of putting it in their ink, in their heels. Um, and uh, what kind of assessments do you perform like to see if they are, you know, performing these exercises correctly or not? So typically, um, the first one we'll go with is going to be the overhead squat assessment. Um, that's a pretty good, even just one-time assessment bit where you can see the whole body, right? You can see if they have forward neck posture. You can see if there's tightness in the chest and shoulders if they can't, you know, extend their arms fully overhead. Um, and obviously, too, you're going to be able to really exploit everything in the lower body. Um, taken away from the body itself forces them to use their core a lot more um, and that's really where I see a lot of people I can tell you know people often have to are kind of amazed where you can say hey I bet you sit down a lot for work or hey you lean to the left side all the time you know and those are some things you can notice just off someone's squat assessment um, another one I'll use pretty commonly is going to be um, like ball slides testing shoulder mobility um, that's another huge area that I see a lot of problems with um, just because of how mobile the shoulder joint is and mm-hmm. the lack of care that people take. You know, it's always being on a computer or driving or on a cell phone. So, um, but between two, people tell me about some significant issues or problem areas. Uh, there might be some other ones I do, but those two for sure can show a lot about someone's body and their posture. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then, okay, and what are the basic steps in starting corrective exercising? So the thing I would like to start with is um, basically inhibiting the type of muscles, so making sure that we uh, turn them off, so to speak, so uh, using some kind of foam roller or tennis balls, uh, lacrosse ball, um, even, you know, Get, get massages, uh, but making sure that you're holding those areas that are pretty tender where you can feel that 
the muscle is a lot harder than the surrounding area uh, for at least 30 seconds. Uh, some people usually just start there. Uh, people who, you know, have maybe been doing it for a little bit longer, I'll tell them, uh, you know, just pretty much hold it until the pain goes away. Um, from there, uh, we go into basically just lengthening those, uh, those same tight, short muscles. Um, so making sure that you're now doing stretches on those same areas that you just uh, did uh, some myofascial release to. So, you know, if someone has tight hamstrings, using a formula on the hamstrings, and then getting them to actually do a hamstring stretch or if it's your client, you know, uh, stretching their hamstring for them. Um, from there, typically we'll go out and actually start the workout portion uh, where we'll focus on the weak muscles. Uh, so in the case of a squat, you know, like you mentioned earlier, a lot of people, they, they, they can't put their weight in their heels because they don't know how to activate their glutes. So doing some type of glute activation exercises um, or wherever, you know, those weak muscles are for people with shoulder issues, Usually, they have a weak upper back. Um, so, focusing on things like that. And then, the final step is pretty much just uh, getting everything integrated again. So, starting to pick up on some of the compound movements again, uh, making sure that, you know, all the muscles that you just worked to strengthen that were previously weak can now function with the rest of your body. Um, and, and, you know, you can move on from there and, and hopefully avoid a lot of pain or, or any type of severe injury. Um, one thing, too, is that corrective exercises if you're working out pretty consistently, uh, you know, that's something that you're going to need to do. Probably, you know, I, I try and do it in my own workouts um, pretty much every time that I go to the gym. Um, but for, you know, average person, maybe you don't have as much time or knowledge, at least every three months, uh, you know, you want to probably revert back to some corrective exercise. Because, uh, you know, as you're working out, you're just going to get more and more tight. Yeah. Well, thank you for bringing up all those great points. Thank you for bringing your expertise to our podcast. I know we're all going to really appreciate it. Um, uh, yeah, I just want to say thank you for helping us out and educating us a little bit more on corrective exercising. No problem. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you, you guys, for listening to my podcast on corrective exercise and how it is used to fix muscle imbalances in the body. Muscle imbalances are seen through poor posture and correct form while exercising. Also, imbalances can be caused by activities of daily life, sedentary lifestyles, poor posture, repetitive movements and sports, um, injuries, and incomplete recovery after an injury. It is so important to fix dysfunctions in the body because they can lead to serious injuries and can make it difficult to work out. So thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye.